because I don't want to be stuck wearing my old, outdated glasses. Because I want to wake up and just be able to see. Because enough is enough. At the Eye Center, we've heard it all. All the reasons why it's time for LASIK. Over the past 30 years, the Eye Center has helped tens of thousands of people realize the freedom LASIK provides. Now is the time for LASIK. With 20% off for a limited time with one of Northern Virginia's leading surgeons. Plus, get an additional $800 off when you schedule within 30 days. Register for your savings and schedule your free consultation now at the iCenter.com. Some restrictions apply. Lynn, Lynn, City of Sin. Ooh. Ooh. Mac, How about it? We are continuing our producers across Boston tour. Yeah, that's right. Fresh off the back of Maddie in the Morning. We just had that last week. People mm. love that episode. They agreed with our top 10 of the 2010s. It, it sounded like a lot of our listeners aren't into top 40 because no one knew any of the songs. We did get a lot of that. Yeah. Which is, I guess, is okay. I'm fine with that. But once they got over that, they're like, you guys had the perfect top 10. You guys nailed it. We got number one right, at the very yes. least. So All 10 right, though. Well, number 10 wasn't very good. Mac, who's sitting next to you on the Mort Memorial couch? Next to me on the Mort Memorial rest in peace sofa is none other than Touch and Riches, Nick Jamelli. How's it going? It's going well, Nick. And we're going to start off with something that we usually say for the end of the episode, but Ooh. let's just get it out of the way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into Maxack. So first off, I did start off with something that someone wrote in a review. Okay. That was from M. Cassini. Five stars, great podcast. Number two behind the Dork Boys. Yeah. Thank you. Number good, two is good. It's a good top two. But well above the boxer turds. You know. Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey. You know what they say. First is the worst. Second is, is the, the best. best. And then third is the turd, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> As a selfie kid, love the mass references, still waiting to hear Lin Lin City of Sin. Oh, You've now you heard go. it a couple times, so go. we give you what you want. Have, Keep it up. How often do you venture up to the North Shore and or Lin? Only when I want a roast beef sandwich. I was at actually at Kelly's a couple weeks ago. I got the well, pastrami. I mean, I want a real roast beef sandwich, not Kelly's. Ooh. Ooh. Unless they want to sponsor us, I will edit that out. <laughs> I have to go to Lynn to get uh, uniforms for my actual job. You're a librarian, yeah, correct? and it's a pain in the ass every time. There's no easy way to get to Why don't you go to work 45 gear? minutes no matter what. Why don't you go to that place in the Watertown Square? No, get out of here with that. <laughs> what, do, what do you buy? <laughs> We have to have a. The, Apparently, this the is what's in like Maxac. Specked out. Like, I have to go to this place to get my uniforms, which is stupid. Okay, so Maxac this week, and we're going to start out with it because it is the big topic right now, Mac. Mm. The Star Wars. Yeah. Mac, you tweeted out you think The Mandalorian is a slow burn. Oh, it for sure is. Now, have Nick, have you watched both episodes? Yes. yes. Okay. Twice. So, so, have you watched the episodes? I did. You finally did. I did. Uh, so let me get don't, you, don't say finally. Let me get, I'm a busy boy. <laughs> let me get your quick thoughts before I go into mine. We'll get into it in one second. Okay. So shut up. All right. <laughs> On Twitter, at TVZoneBillyD said, I would call this a slog. So Billy D thinks it's more of a slog, and then Train Dude Randy said he disagrees. A lot of people are, are kind of going above and beyond saying it's the best show of all time. Let's hold your thought for one second. Uh -huh. This you is still, a you still get more. This is a new segment, Mac, <laughs> where you cut me off all the every time. Every time, every well, this is like every other show actually. <laughs> Mac, the new segment is called the Mando Minute. You'll see this every episode. You have. 60 seconds to talk about The Mandalorian. Once the music is over, the conversation is over, that is it. No more Mandalorian talk until we get to our Mandalorian episode okay. at the end of this season. All right. So without further ado, go, go, go. So I thought the first episode, the first 20 or 25 minutes, was sort of wonky all over the place. I get they're trying to establish 
the character and the lore. I just thought it was uneven. But as soon as we got to the droid Mandalorian bounty hunter guy, everything from there was fucking awesome. Episode 2 didn't really do much, but we got one really awesome moment. Which I'm sort of okay with because they're obviously building and setting up a particular plot point, a particular story. And I'm totally fine with that. But so far what we haven't what we've got hasn't been great. The potential is great. What we've got has just been good. That's it. That's all I got. I guess I'll start my own Mandalorian Minute because you <laughs> took up most of that time. Mandalorian Minute and go! Mac, I love it. Slow, tension, building scenes. It feels like a new hope. Feels like Empire. You get to see his skill in the first scene of the first episode. Uh, he's not trying to save the universe, which I love. It's just him doing small, odd jobs. Granted, it could turn into him saving the universe by the end because we've already gotten a couple twists and turns. By the way, guys, if you don't want any, any spoilers, skip ahead 60 seconds, all right? Also, it looks small. It looks dirty. It looks real. It feels like the old movies. Odd jobs. I love him fighting monsters. This is what Solo should have been. This is what the movie Solo should have been. Also, uh. hey, Mac. Baby Yoda, Yoda Baby, whatever the hell you want to call it, yeah. is awesome. It's not actually Yoda, though. You realize I don't that. care what it is. So this is set after Return of the Jedi. As soon as this Yoda, done, shut up. Yoda's dead. So this is some other green thing. We don't have a name for it number yet, one, but it's number not Yoda. Number one, Yoda's never dead. <laughs> no. oh, the music's done. Nick, do you want a third Mandalorian minute? To be honest with you, I, I like the show a lot. I've watched each episode twice. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think the first one uh, three times. Uh, Baby Yoda is adorable mm -hmm. baby yo um, is quite cute yes yeah he is uh or it's adorable i don't know what it is but yeah it's it, not actually yoda which is kind of interesting to think what about. it is I, yeah. I don't care it, yeah it, it's like the it equivalent could be you for all i care but so this calls into question though because the whole thing uh with the force and jedis is they have to be trained right that's no. the idea no because you're born with it maybe it's sure, maybelline but how does this baby yo just know how to use the force could be a Baby clone. It, it could, could be, be a clone. clone. But could once clone. again, it could just be Yoda reborn. But they've never done that before. No. No, no, nothing's ever been reborn. Anything goes in the dojo, bro. Uh, but, I mean, it sort of brings into a question with the, the rise of Skywalker, how they're going to bring the Emperor back. Is the Emperor he reborn? Could do it too. Who knows? Yeah. Anything goes. It's Maybe Star if you're Wars. so powerful, you can take your Force Ghost and put yourself into a baby. You shouldn't be forcing yourself in there, though. Especially you not need into a baby. Consent. Especially you not need into a baby. Consent. I don't. Know, I'm just saying. So far, it's been good, but people act, are acting like it's the greatest show of all I'm time. I'm two episodes in. I love it. It could end up being I the greatest it. show of all yep. time, but I think it fits perfectly into what Star oh, Wars but, used to be. But also to your point, if I were to watch the original trilogy now, I could tear it apart. There's a lot of stupid shit in there. Oh, don't you do I that. obviously love it because I saw it as a kid. But there's a lot of dumb stuff in there. So you can't say, you can't necessarily call it a great thing that it's like the originals. Yes, I could. I mean, that's, that's I like a, the it's a dumb statement. I like the originals. I do too. I, I like love, this. I love the originals. Three of my probably top six favorite movies. All right. While we're on Disney Plus, Mac, what have you <laughs> been watching on Disney Plus? Uh, I've already finished a season of the X-Men cartoon. Nice. Which was nice and quick. Mm -hmm. uh, they get into Days of Future Past at the end of season one. Do you skip the theme song? No, of course not. Thank God. No. I would have had to have turned the podcast most, off. Most theme songs I do skip, but not that one. Um, Disney Plus is sort of overwhelming at this point because there's is. just mm -hmm. so much. Yeah. So I, I think Keith actually talked about this. As much time as I spend browsing looking for stuff on Netflix, it's like double that on Disney+. Because yeah. I'm like, well, if I watch this, then I'm not going to have time to watch this. Yeah. And then I end up watching nothing. Yeah, because I watched The Mandalorian, and then I was looking through, and I'm like, what do I watch now? And I'm like, I guess I'll watch Jeff Goldblum's show. Yeah. And I don't think it's for me, which is weird because I feel like it's made for me. I like the content in the episodes, but Goldblum's actually pretty annoying in the show. Yeah. What does is... he talk about? 
He he's, makes a lot of noises. He's basically yeah. the host narrator, and they do different things. So the first episode is about shoes. The second Sneakers. episode is about ice cream. And he's just, he's gold-blooming it up, and it's actually distracting. Because you actually yeah. want to see the shoes. You want to see the story, and he oh. just gets in the way. I also first night watched The Great Mouse Detective. Mm -hmm. It is as good as I remember. Yeah, I believe you. Also, there was no warning at the beginning, because they have warnings now for, like, the older movies for, like, tobacco use, alcohol do use, and really? things else. There's nothing for The Great Mouse Detective, and there was tons huh. of booze and tons of smoking in it. How about that? Also, we watched the first ten minutes of The Rescuers. Yep. Seven of those minutes is the title card. Yeah, but what in the hell? I mean, that wasn't that didn't really switch over until the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Most of the times, all those movies had the credits at the beginning for seven of the ten minutes. Uh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah. do? Fucking Miss Bianca, huh? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, yeah, and two, just three. Mac and of Queens and Meryl Street Entertainment I am Goo and I'm Mac and we are the Mac and Goo program we are back to talking about movies yeah, yeah. today we're gonna bring you a very special episode about awkwardness hormones and parenthood but before we get back to movies Mac mm. how about quickly music wise oh. I've enjoyed some shows at Big Night Live at the TD Garden and may I say Thumbs up on my part. Go check out shows there. Isn't that where you saw the Erica Badu show? I saw Erica Badu and, and I saw Danny Brown. I didn't hate it. Sound -wise, Badu? I didn't like that she didn't play Tyrone. But sound-wise, it sounds amazing in there. I love the sound. In the garden? It's not in the garden. Oh. It's big event. It's right next to the Guy Fieri restaurant. Oh, oh. Guy Fieri I restaurant, you said also at the very garden. good. It's located in the garden. Inside of the garden. So what... Look, a square is a rectangle, so is it but a rectangle is not a square. Is it in the new part where they built that like amphitheater? Yes. Oh, okay. It's right next to Guy Fieri. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's, Trash can nachos. That's good to know. Good stuff. Yeah. Of course. Queso on everything. Enjoy mm. some queso. Amazingly. The two is this a paid product? I don't know. <laughs> you decide. Times, the two times you've uploaded the uh, picture of the trash can nachos, my thought was not enough cheese. It's all at the bottom, though. The yeah. cheese is okay. all at the bottom. Fair enough. Also, when you take one nacho out, the whole tower just tips over. That makes sense. It's the leaning tower of cheese. <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> also, Mac, Nick, quick heads up. Mm. This will not be on WBZ, so... Fucking let it oh. rip. Oh. Does that mean I can say cunt? That's your only oh one. God. I used it. You get I'm one an episode. But that was a question. <laughs> you get one an episode and you already used it. Damn it. You wasted it. You idiot. <laughs> Mac, what is the topic this week? So today we're going to talk about those movies that you watched with your parents growing up. And had really, really awkward encounters, experiences. Yeah. And there's a ton of them for a lot of people. For me, fortunately or unfortunately, I didn't have a ton because my dad, you could consider a prevert. He, well, once he, again, let dude. me just point this out. One time your dad sent me porn through Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So, a porn parody, though. It was a porn parody. Let yeah. me just walk down this lane again. <laughs> Is one day I was at work and yeah. I said, oh, Brian Mack sent me a link on Facebook. Yeah, that's my dad. And it said... Have you seen this episode? Mm. And in the thumbnail, it looked like Batman 66. Yeah. Turns out, Batman 69. Right. Within Fucking three seconds, you. some lady just pulled Batman's <laughs> cock out and 
Jesus, my turn off. My dad's a bit of a jokester. So that, <laughs> that man raised me. Classic so prank, at man. At a very early age, he showed me, number one, Friday the 13th, which sort of got me prepared and uh, ready to watch all horror movies. For life in general. I must have been eight or nine when he showed me that, which yeah. is pretty early for Friday the 13th. And yeah. then mm-hmm. within that same time frame, he showed me Slapshot. So I was introduced to R-rated movies very early on. Yeah. So between my father and I, there wasn't many more awkward experiences after that because we were... I was like already on a certain level. However, with my mother, complete opposite. Someone that like when sex is on the screen, she gets super awkward. Like if you watch an HBO show with her, she's like staring in the corner of the room, pretending to not watch the show. I'm like, mom, what do you do? I'm fucking 30 years old. Just watch the show. Yeah. So I have stuff with my father, with my mother, also with the entire family at like a family event. Yeah. Say maybe you're at like a, holidays. Yeah. Sometimes say maybe you you're at a friend's house yeah. and then, you know, like the person's father walks in like, what the hell are you watching? <laughs> yeah. Some of those. But let's just start this off. Yeah, sure. Just kind of like a like a round table, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And I will go with my first one here. And that would be I watched uh, Don't Be a Menace while trying to drink your juice in <laughs> South. Whatever the title is, it's yeah. a Wayne's Brothers movie. And I watched it with my grandmother. Mm. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> it is. I will say this. She found it very funny. So oh. I was in my 20s, I believe. Oh, okay. So that's a little better. So was it on TV? Did you rent yeah. it? How did that yeah. come to be? So I think I might have skipped class that day. And nice. We were watching The Price is Right. <laughs> and then we skipped over to there and just started watching Don't Be a Menace. That sounds like a great time. It was actually. I don't know why it's on this <laughs> list. I had a great time with it. <laughs> I think my very first experience with my mother because, again, like I said with my father, it was by the wayside real quick. Um, when the Titanic double uh, yes. VHS yeah. came Same out. Same here. I believe it was maybe a Thanksgiving or whenever. It was, it was some sort of family gathering, maybe like a Sunday dinner. I remember they wanted to watch Titanic, so yeah. they put it in. More like Titanic. Yeah, so as soon as, <laughs> yeah. as soon as we got to the breast scene, so I'm maybe nine years old eight years old my mom like legit strangled my eyes didn't allow me to see the breasts but like, get the fuck out of here i'm of course gonna see these breasts come on let me see them hell yeah so she told me to leave the room after that happened i wasn't allowed to watch the second half <laughs> <laughs> like it was all of a sudden gonna that's turn like, into a porn that's the best part of the <laughs> yeah, movie exactly <laughs> it's a part of the movie too that people don't quote enough draw me like your french girls <laughs> yeah i've never heard that quote before <laughs> nick all right so uh i was eight years old and my uh, stepfather at the time insisted that we watched, as a family, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Everyone sit around the radio and listen yeah. to FDR Gather speak. around, yes. guys. Like I said, I was eight years old, and I still have not watched that movie. It traumatized oh, yeah, me I for the rest that. of my life. At least with like Friday the 13th. It's more uh, plotting yeah, and but a slow build Even up. with Friday the 13th, you can tell that it's a movie. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre looks like a home video. It yeah. looks real. Yeah. It looks yeah. disgusting. And I think we talked about this during our 1970s decade in horror, yeah. that it looks like they took the camera and just smeared Vaseline on the lens. Yeah. It's gross. And, it's gross. And when you're like eight years old, you don't know that it's not real. Like yeah. it looks real to you. Yeah. And so that's infinitely more scary. She's like yeah. taped to the chair with like arms on uh, on the chair. It was so gross. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I really was scarred by that yeah, movie. I oh, still absolutely. am. I, I still I see am. that for sure. A movie that I watched with a lot of my family, uncles, aunts, grandmother. I was about 15 years old on vacation, and that was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, that's and a good one. we only made it to the part of Phoebe Cates blowing a carrot. <laughs> And then they just ripped it out. They're like, ah, oh, this movie's <laughs> over. The 80s 
they got real bold in the 80s. Well, Fast Times was almost rated NC-17. It was this close to being uh, NC-17. Yeah, I guess you could make I a good like, argument no, for it. I was like, no, leave it in. We want to see Damone's dick. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that rat. Oh, God. And so I think like you, my the big thing for my mom, like on the weekends when we were kids, yeah. is we'd go to the video store and I, I got to pick a movie. Go my to the old got to pick a movie, mm-hmm. And they always had the two or three deals or whatever. And so would you go to West Coast Video or we, we Backstage? Were, we'd bounce all over. So we'd do Hollywood, West Coast, Blockbuster, you know, whatever had the better We were deal a backstage family. That's fine. We were white trash. <laughs> <laughs> one particular time, it wasn't even the movie I picked. For some reason, she got a recommendation that Soul Plane was a really good movie, and it looked really Who recommended funny. it? I don't idiot? remember. I have no idea. <laughs> so she gets Soul Plane. This is like 2001, so I'm a bit older. I'm like 12, maybe 13. That's still not very old. Yeah, but at least I'm <laughs> I in know, middle but, school, you but, know? But that might be worse. It might be worse, <laughs> yes. yeah. So... Soul Plane gets put on, and fucking Tom Arnold's on the screen. You know, things are going all right. There's some sort of sexual things. No one's ever said that, by the way. Tom Arnold's <laughs> on the screen. Things are going all right. We, like, we basically make it through the whole movie, and it's awkward, but it, nothing gets more awkward than when Sofia Vergara gets up in the cockpit, and she's, you know, remembering how she got fucked in the cockpit. And my mom was like, I, I don't this I don't know why we're watching this movie. Like we're an hour and a half in and she finally was like, uh, why why are we watching this movie? Like, I don't know, mom. For you, those of you, you who are watching it. on the Vimeo stream, Mac just put his leg up on the table to show that. Maybe you're right, it is awkward at that point, because as eight years old, you might not have no as idea what she's years doing. Old, yeah. At thirteen, I'm like, Oh, she's talking about when she got fucked. Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you got next? I was young and this involves my my famous dad, uh, <laughs> my famous, uh, my dad and I were watching Animal House, and I guess he <laughs> forgot. I don't know how he forgot. That's really funny though, because I feel like everyone's parents forget that there's something dirty in a movie. Right. I mean, especially yeah. now, that movie would not be made <laughs> yeah. now. No but way. I was super young watching it with my dad, yep. and he uh, obviously felt. Oh, Nicholas felt. <laughs> This, I don't think we should be watching this. I think it was at, at like 10 at the time. So everything was like, yeah. I was like, oh, well, Ooh, I, I, like this. I like this. Go away, dad. <laughs> Another movie that I watched with my entire family. Like I had a bunch of aunts and uncles over my grandmother once again. And that is Borat. Oh, that's and a good one. Look. All of the racy dialogue, you know, people laugh it off. Sure. But, sure. but when you get to the nude scene mm. and the 69ing and the nude scene. Azamat. Yes, Azamat. <laughs> things get a little awkward. Yeah, I mm. would say watching two grown men uh, fl- nearly fillet each other on screen would be awkward if you're watching with your family. It was really funny because half of my family was laughing their ass off. Like they were dying. Yes. The other half was not. So not on that level, but around the same time, uh, Thanksgiving probably 2000. 2005. That was a good year, right? Yeah. Um, my family had heard 40 Year Old Virgin was a really funny movie. And I said, yes, yep, yep, yes, it yep. is. This one I knew going in was going to be awkward because at this point where you want to see how awkward your family can get around you. Yeah, so, so we I'm were like, like, yeah, let's absolutely watch so it. So we're roughly 16, 17 yeah, when it's out on VHS. In that range. Not VHS, yeah. when it's out on DVD. <laughs> yeah. And so we watch it over uh, Thanksgiving. And my uncle, who is the nicest guy as could yeah. be, like super duper, best uncle ever. Sort of like my mom when there's sex on screen. Even now, he's got three daughters. Yeah. And so, like, they'll watch shows together. And if an HBO show or a Showtime show has sex, he changes the channel. Yeah. He, like, scrambles mm-hmm. and changes the channel. He's just super awkward about sex. Yeah. So he actually stopped watching 40-Year-Old Virgin with us. No. He just left the and room. And so I watched it with my mother. And, like, everything is really awkward. Yeah. Because just all, <laughs> all the conversations are just sex conversations. Yeah. 
But you get a oh oh Jesus no but oh it, Jesus the line that might have been the most cringeworthy to sit next to my mother with is whenever they said pussy on a pedestal. <laughs> Because they, the pussy on a pedestal. And they said it like six or seven times, and every single time I'm just like, oh, Yeah, the guy from Reno 911 says it like five stop times. It. Stop putting the pussy on a pedestal. Stop it. Just every single time. And off a of 40-year-old version, I also saw wedding crashes with my mom. Uh, and that's not, what I saw with my dad. Not as bad, but you still get the boob montage. Yeah, you get mm. the minute and a half of just breasts. Yeah. You just stole mine. I was thinking wedding crashers with my mom. You got any more? Caddyshack, watching it with my grandmother. <laughs> And uh, it was the scene when they were making out uh, or like fooling around yeah. in the, uh, that bedroom and he storms in and whatever. <laughs> and that was uh, very awkward. I've had a lot of uh, watching shows or watching like YouTube videos and you hear moans and my mom, what are you, what are you watching? Yeah. What are you, you, what are you watching? I don't have it on the list, but we were in Jersey a couple of years ago, me and Wife, nice. and we were watching some Black Mirror. We had never seen it, so her yeah. cousins were like, "Hey, watch these couple episodes." And every time that my mother-in-law slash baddie's aunts would walk in the room, it was during a sex scene, <laughs> and they're like, "What are you guys watching?" You, you feel like you've just been caught with your and pants we're like, down. You we're try like, to we're just watching it. porn. It's okay. <laughs> we're just visiting you in New Jersey. We drove all this way to watch porn. What do you think? <laughs> I sort of reached a certain level with my mother where I realized I just can't watch movies with her anymore because she's just, it's not an enjoyable experience. No. And then one day, this is maybe five, six years ago, I come home. It's shortly after I'd moved, moved out of my house, but I, I'd uh, go back home to do laundry. Yeah. So I come in. It's like a Friday evening, and my mom is giggling like a little schoolgirl. What's on screen? Jack and Jill. And I said to myself, oh. that's it. That's oh it, Mom. You, you can't. You can't no more. No more. That's it for me. That was the most awkward I've felt. Yeah. I was like, you think this is funny? This is your comedy? I was like, I am ashamed of you. Speaking of Jack and Jill, have you seen the Actors on Actors show? I think it was on. There's a bunch of them on YouTube. I've seen clips of the so show. I've I, never actually watched I just it. watched the one with Brad Pitt and Adam Sandler. Yeah. A lot of mutual admiration going back and forth. I really liked it. I could see that. It's yeah. like 50 minutes because like Brad Pitt is taken aback by like comedy actors and sure. how they get into that. So, but Brad Pitt I has liked it. plenty of times been really funny on oh, screen. Oh yeah, he has. So I, I wonder if that's not of his own doing. He's really coached up, I guess. And then how much Sandler loves Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh. And then how much Brad Pitt loves Uncut Gems. Oh, see, I'm I'm getting more and more excited for I am Uncut too. Gems. I am too. It's coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's December. Is it the end of November or beginning of December? I think it's December. I think so too. Have you watched that the Pattinson Safety film? Actually, Rich brings it up. I don't on know air what that time. means. It's uh, good I don't know time. what those words mean. Good time, oh. starring Robert Pattinson. Oh yeah, he's obsessed with it. It came out maybe yeah. two years ago, so I finally watched it for the first time like three weeks ago. It's pretty fucking good. Okay, and it makes me excited for a bigger budget more actors that Uncut Gems is gonna be awesome. Because I don't wanna be stuck wearing my old outdated glasses. Because I wanna wake up and just be able to see. Because enough is enough. At the Eye Center, we've heard it all. All the reasons why it's time for LASIK. Over the past 30 years, the Eye Center has helped tens of thousands of people realize the freedom LASIK provides. Now is the time for LASIK, with 20% off for a limited time with one of Northern Virginia's leading surgeons. Plus, get an additional $800 off when you schedule within 30 days. Register for your savings and schedule your free consultation now at the iCenter.com. Some restrictions apply. Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. 
Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org. Another movie that I watched with my dad, and it's more specific to one part because we turned it off right after. Mm. I was about 15, 16 years old, and it's Clerks. And it's when Dante is talking to his girlfriend, Veronica, about giving 37 blowjobs. <laughs> a little bit of that scene slash Willem talking about snowballing. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, this is not for us. I sort of feel like these movies kind of lead to your parents giving you the birds and bees talk. Like, how did that go for you? How did the birds and bees talk? Yeah. So I was in Maine and someone made a joke about a rubber. Okay. And I was like eight or nine. Yeah. And I'm like, what's a rubber? And I just kept on bringing it up over and over and over again. <laughs> he just wouldn't let it go. And then when my dad told me, I'm like, I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> like, I wish we didn't talk about this. We're on vacation. What are you doing? I don't think I ever got like a formal talk now that I'm thinking about I, it. I got the talk. And oh, it was after a very unfortunate situation. I got picked on when I was a kid in like sixth grade and whatever. So uh, one of the pranks they did was they put a open condom. In my backpack uh, to the point that was hanging. Was it used? No, it was. Well, <laughs> it was they not put used. shampoo in it. So yeah. uh, the principal had to call me in and it was like, "Oh, this was hanging out of your backpack," and I was crying and everything. And my mom picked me up. She's like, "That's how I got the talk." I was like, "I oh, don't even know what a man. condo that a condom sounds like is. the worst day ever." Oh, it was awful, Ugh, brutal. Little did they know I would never wear one. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad was basically like, uh, "Hey, this is sex. Wear a condom." He didn't offer up any any real advice other than that. Yeah. He was like, just don't do what I did. Don't have a kid at 20 years old. I was like, okay, sounds good. I have a pair of movies that I saw in the theaters with my father. The first one is, it was me, my father, and my sister. I was roughly 12, so she was 11, and we saw 8 Mile. Oh, the uh, factory scene. Yeah, the Brittany factory Murphy. scene was very awkward. Mm-hmm. Also, the Kim Basinger scene at the beginning. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. Yep. So she, that was... That's when she's fucking Michael Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. He was uh, in that movie. Eminem lives at home in a trailer. You know what? I might have had an awkward eight mile experience now that I'm thinking about it. Did I, you see I, it in I theaters? Had to, no, I definitely... Well, maybe I did. I'm trying to think. If I definitely you watched at, it at home with my family. If though. you look at our eighth grade yearbook, yeah. everyone's favorite movie is Eight Mile yeah. and favorite song is a song from Eight Mile. I think we graduated eighth grade in 2001. Does that sound right? Or 2002? Well, we graduated high school in 07. So, so 03. 03. Okay. So that was around the time Eight Mile came out. 02 it must have yeah. been. At the end of the year, it was Eight Mile, Lose Yourself. Literally 90% of the people, even yeah. the girls, love yeah. that movie. Shout out to Adam Clark. He wanted to become a mountain. <laughs> I haven't heard from him lately, so maybe he's done so. He went to uh, a school. I he think. went to Harvard. Yes, yes he went right. to Harvard. That's right. That, that one. <laughs> the other movie that I saw in theaters with my father, mm. and this is extremely inappropriate. I was 11 years old. Not another teen movie. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. Because So your dad just definitely wanted to go see this movie. He's like, fuck it. I'll bring no, Brian. So, he, so how old was my brother at the time? My brother's 15, maybe 14 or 15. Yeah. So he brought my brother and his friends. Yeah. And then he brought me. You just had to go along. So I was, mother was like, bring Brian. I don't know what it was, but <laughs> like the entire movie is just one giant sex joke. <laughs> yes. One of the characters is just nude the entire movie. Right. And the character that is playing the Sarah Michelle Geller character uh, takes it in the butt a lot. Yep. And one of her <laughs> lines is after guys do me in the butt, they don't let me shit on their chest. And that's one of the main jokes that they keep on going over and over with. <laughs> and I'm just sitting next to my dad being like, I don't want to watch this with you. Now, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like your father's the type that 
sometimes the best case scenario there is to just not address what you just watched on screen. Correct. I feel like your father probably tries to explain. explain no, 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 no. He just lets it go. No, it's quiet. That's great. There's a quiet That's car right now. Phenomenal. Uh, not a lot going on. So uh, we don't tell your mother about that, yeah. right? So. <laughs> The movie went off the deep end, huh? <laughs> Chris Evans had a banana in his ass, huh? Sure did. When I was about 15, 16 years old, we were watching The Girl Next Door at, mm. at a friend's house. Love that movie. I do too. Maybe the perfect but, cable TV movie. But the scene where she knows that she's being watched and she starts uh, like bending over on the bed and yeah, touching herself, yeah. the girl's father walks in. It's like, what the fuck are you guys watching? It's like, oh, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't he's know. like, why is your hand in your pants? <laughs> you know what I'm doing, please. Yeah, come on. Get out of here with that. So three movies that they aren't bad, but I was embarrassed by how much my father hated them when yeah. I was watching them with him. So I showed him The Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. And like an hour and a half in, he's like, is this thing almost over? And really? I'm like, what? I love this movie, so, and you are just insulting it. Is he at all interested in like superhero movies? No. Okay. Well, I mean, but I figured what are you, this what are you was getting into. There? I figured it was real enough, and it was good enough, other than like the whole superhero thing, for him to be into it. It's kind of crazy how you're such a big like nerd dork into like these comic books, superheroes. Your brother and your sister are both like big reality TV people, and I feel like neither of your parents love any of those things. No, my mother does. Oh, she's she's into that yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah. So your dad's just floating aimlessly there. Another movie that I watched with my dad and he hated was Billy Madison. And I did this in he like... He hates in, Billy Madison? In my teens. Like, wow. I was like, this is the funniest movie ever. And yeah, yeah. He's like, this is the worst. Wow. And then also Looper. Looper, Looper could be confusing. <laughs> I could see how someone would not like that movie. I love that movie, but I could see how someone would. Because there's nothing worse than watching a movie with someone. Because you're always like looking over to be like, are they are they interested? Do they like this? <laughs> And then he'll look at you and just be like, is this thing almost over? Right. It's like, oh, that's a great movie. I know. The I CGI love was great. Yeah, it was surprisingly not distracting. Like, mm -hmm. it actually no. worked. Emily Blunt is so good in that movie, by the way. She, yeah. She, I always forget it's her as the chick in that. I'm at the point now with my father. Like, we don't watch movies together. We don't really, really watch things together. But he'll watch something and give me a recommendation. Sex Drive. Especially now that we have this podcast. Mm -hmm. But, like, the first time he saw Sex Drive, he was like, you have to see it. Best <laughs> best film of the century. That's so he, funny. He oh, thought it was, like, the greatest comedy that had ever been made. That is the funniest thing ever. Because <laughs> Sex Drive, like, when I first saw it, I was like, like who is this for? I, I just imagine him dying at the mascot getting pepper sprayed. I could see him loving that whole scene. Stop moving the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Early on, while I was dating my wife, mm. we were watching American Horror Story. Yes. And it was Hotel. So we were watching it at I her did not parents' watch that house. Season. It's not good. We were watching it at her parents' house with her mother. And within that episode. Was that the Gaga season? Yeah. Okay. Within that episode, a gentleman gets raped by a man oh. who has a uh, drill penis. Drill penis? That's. that's ugh. Yeah, so a turtle penis. Don't turtles have little, or is it? Ducks? You're thinking of ducks. Ducks, ducks have corkscrews. Have, have the little the screw penis. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there, mm. like, can we please go home? Uh, yeah, that's not fun. That's no. not. That's not a show that you should watch with people. Mm -mm. That's not a show you should watch in general. Well, first season was awesome. First season's great, and then it's just second the, season was pretty good too. It has its peaks and valleys. Yeah, yeah. First I like Zachary Quinto in that season, but I actually think the first season is one of the best single seasons oh, of television. Oh, I love the first season. Great twist at the end, just like the duck penis. Yeah, there you go. I did not <laughs> know that about ducks. Yeah, yeah. ducks yeah. have corkscrew penises. There's, there's your fun fact from the episode. So you mentioned turtles. Turtles have penises that are half the length of their bodies. The more you know, the more you know. Star. How about that? And that's <laughs> Mac and Goo zoology. <laughs>
Do you guys have any more that you've been embarrassed uh, to watch I, with? I have one. I th- I think my mom. All I really watched when I uh, when I was growing up was Married with Children mm. and <laughs> and and the Golden Girls. And I'm not making that up. I love that great show. One, two but combo. There was one episode with Married with Children. I don't remember what was happening. Mm-hmm. My mom stormed into the room and turned it off. <laughs> she also did the same thing when I tried watching Raw every Monday uh, night. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy you brought yeah. that up. So it must have been 99 or 2000. The hand? Uh, no. Oh, okay. There was there was a <laughs> pay-per-view in which they did like a, uh, a bikini contest with Miss Kitty and all of these characters. And one of the women took their tops off. And my mom vowed to never buy a WWE pay-per-view for me again. Just me seeing breasts. Her seeing me see breasts was like the worst thing in the world. I, I don't think she like the Internet was like there. You know, things like obviously 99. I'm not Lime looking Wire up breasts, was there. Lime I mean, Wire was there God, for all of us. Of all the things like Woodstock. I remember watching Woodstock seeing breasts. She fucking threw me out of the room like anytime I saw breasts. That was it for me. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Uh, we put this question out on Twitter quite a while ago, and mm. I'll just go ahead and read some of these responses here. At Jason D. Ross, he said, Pulp Fiction. Uh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's just just awkward as fuck. At Sandra Resendez says she watched maybe Porky's with her parents. That's another super awkward one. And then she watched the South Park movie with her son. <laughs> he was about fu- 12. <laughs> shut your fucking face, yeah. Uncle Faka. At Paul Salmi says, Eyes Wide Shut. I don't know if I've ever seen Eyes Wide Shut. Is that a Tom Cruise movie? Eyes Wide Shut is Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Stanley. Oh, Cooper. it's the Kubrick movie. Yeah, yeah, that's Kubrick. right. That's right. It's one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Hmm, that makes sense. Fergie says Avatar. <laughs> he's just, I, I he's agree. just an Avatar guy through and through. Adelaine Penny Lane, my sister says, we saw Eight Mile with Bill. <laughs> yes, we did. P. Singh, Boo Earns One says, 1999, a 13-year-old me in an empty theater saw 8MM. Murder porn with my pops. Yeah, that would be a tough one to watch with your father. Mm-hmm. Wait, w- what? Eight <laughs> mm is the movie, and it's murder porn. Eight millimeters. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. At Murdoch McCoy said marked for death. At Teamer of two oh seven says Clockwork Orange. Ah, uh, yeah, I could see that. Especially there's like two or three scenes in particular that if someone walked in, you'd like have to explain yourself because mm-hmm. they'd want to throw you in jail. At Facetti sixty two said exit to Eden. Don't ask. I don't even know what that movie is um, either. I think that's the Willem Dafoe movie. I'm looking up Marked for Death right now. Marked for Death is a 1990 Steven Seagal movie. At Uncle Buck 617 said that he watched The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo with his mother-in-law. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting dynamic right there. At Brian Sheckler said he watched Freddy Got Fingered in theaters with his... Let's see what he has here. His mom. <laughs> Shout out Doreen. Yeah, shout out That's Doreen. That's fucking really funny. At Andrew Augustus says, slap shot with my dad. Freddie Got Fingered is one that your parents might question who you are after you watch that with him. Like if Brian one. wanted to go watch that in the theater and he's like, oh, you got to come because it's R. Yeah. And then I could see her walking out of there like, what is wrong like, with What you? is happening? Yeah. At KG11 underscore 22 says Caligula with my mom. Oh, a lot of fucking in that movie. Yeah. I mean, but there's no way he chose that movie. So his mom yeah. or her mom must have chose that movie. Why would you watch Caligula with your with your offspring? Why would you watch it with anybody? Just watch it by yourself. <laughs> mm. It's a terrible movie. At Chris Azevedo 9 says, Wedding Crashers with my mom. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At Mad. Thank you. At Mad Maximus 32 has a gif of someone saying, you'll be my slave. It's an attractive brunette. I don't know what movie oh, this is. Oh, it's Selma Hayek. It's, Thank uh, you. 
I might be one of the. Uh, is it the Rodriguez movie? Yeah, I think so. Dust till oh, dawn. Oh, is it Dust till oh, dawn? It might be that. Yeah, I yep. think it's Dust till dawn. Yep. At KG three thousand said, "My dad let me, my dad let me watch Spit on Your Grave with him when I was twelve. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Although I I sort of see where some of the parents are coming from. Like you got to test your your daughter or your son. Like. At, especially around 12 or 13, like, all right, are they ready for this type of movie? Yeah. Or can I watch this movie with them and not be awkward? And most of the times it's awkward. At Joe Pollock 47 said, my mother rented Bad Santa for Christmas not knowing what it was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a soul plane situation right there. Just saying my grandmother passed away months later. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fun fact. <laughs> a fun fact for the crew. <laughs> And then finally, I Shippy seven two seven said, "Basic instinct." Oh, that's not that awkward unless you're pausing it. <laughs> no, even if you aren't, when she's uncrossing her legs. Yeah, but come it's on, quick. Man. yeah, that's it's pretty quick. awkward. <laughs> come on, man. So, what movie do you think you're gonna like test your offspring with? That's a good you know? question. My dad did it with Friday the Thirteenth and Slapshot, which I think are two good movies to test a youngling with. 40-year-old virgin's kind of a good one. No, it's not. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah, because no. it, it, it's... How old is my kid? Let's say 11 or 12. Okay, so like I middle would, school. So I would say you start them, and once again, this is three white gentlemen. Yep. Early 30s who yep. have no children. Sure. Mm -hmm. So these are the... We're the perfect people yeah, to ask right now. It's a great hypothetical. I would say you start with a PG-13 movie that might push the limits of being close to R, and then once Isn't you know... is 40-year-old virgin PG-13? Are you kidding me? Is it R? Yeah. Huh. How about that? <laughs> See? I've maybe, already lost the memory of it. I'd be like, yeah, let's let's watch it, son. Maybe you have them watch it on E. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, what's a good one? Knocked up? Eurotrip. <laughs> Eurotrip. Oh, I love that movie. No, but there's got to be like a movie that you would pick to show them, you know? Monkey Bone. Because <laughs> like you can show them great comedies, but what's the one that's gonna get to the R? So I would say the Hangover. So maybe because these are like the R-rated movies that I started with, mm -hmm. like Caddyshack. And I know you said it was yeah. awkward. Caddyshack's not gonna hold up well for your son or daughter. Oh, in, no respect. In ten hey, to fifteen years, we're all getting laid. That's not gonna hold up well at all. Uh, I got it. Hold it already up well is now. again. No, it yeah. is. There's bits and pieces of Caddyshack that are really, really good. Yeah. And then other pieces you're like, let's move mm, along. Yeah. Bill Murray, get off the, the screen. The whole gopher stuff yeah. sucks. I'm going to go with Step Brothers. Do you think that would be a good one? Ooh, that's yes. a pretty good one. Yeah. Because nothing is overly sexual in it. It is R, but it it's is not R. raunchy. Do you want your kids saying fuck? There's, yeah, a, there's a lot of F-bombs. I don't really care about the swearing. I mean, I yours, mean yours is going to pop out of the womb dropping C-bombs. <laughs> so The swearing doesn't get me. It's like... I don't care if someone says fuck, but if someone says fuck you, that's different. You know, like cussing towards someone is different than just cussing. So if you're being funny or you're being funny with your friends, I don't care about swearing. If they're telling me to fuck off, now I'm upset. <laughs> so you don't want your kids telling you to fuck just off. Just don't swear at people. If you swear, great. Don't mind it. If you swear at me, now I'm upset. Everyone tweet into us and let us know how you raise your kids. Actually, if anyone has 10 to 12 year old kids, what movies have you shown them to sort of test the waters? Yeah. I'd like to know. At Uncle Buck. Tell us. Yeah. I feel like Uncle Buck yeah. is a is How a old good... is his oldest? I think he's like, like maybe... 12 or 13. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Listeners out there, mm -hmm. tell us what movies or television shows yeah. you introduce R-rated content into their lives. I actually feel like Wes will probably have a pretty good answer to this, because I feel like he definitely has movies yeah. he wants to show actually, his you know son. what? Hey, send us a Goose Juicy Six Pack yeah. of movies that you plan on showing your children. Yeah. Just give, give us a few. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to know, because I... I honestly don't know. 
No, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to grasp for straws right now. I don't know. Uh, Ricky Bobby. Oh, tell again, yeah, nice. well, so that's PG-13, and that uh, might be yeah. a good lead-in yeah. to... I, th- I feel like you could just do the whole Will Ferrell catalog, and that would let you know what they're ready for. You, know? you like, ramp them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah. start you off... <laughs> Jump right into ass to ass. And <laughs> we're going to start you off with kicking and screaming, and we're going to work our <laughs> yeah, way up to Step Brothers. Kicking and screaming is great for like a nine-year-old. That's PG, so it's made for them. Do you remember the days of the black boxes? Yeah. Where like, people oh my just God. wouldn't pay for cable, and then well, get a you black would, box. You would go to like, it was like the broken fire stick it. before yeah. the fire stick. Yeah. It was incredible. It was the uh, Spice Channel. How did that shit oh, work? Yeah. I don't understand how oh, that Spice works. Spice Channel. I yeah. would love to try Spice to... Channel was channel 69. But you'd have to get it on like 69.1 to like yeah. really have it on there. Yeah. <laughs> ugh, ugh. Those are the days. This episode is graphic. How easy is it to masturbate these days? <laughs> it was so hard back then, you know? If you, if you didn't have printed media, you'd have to try to get the screwy Spice Channel. You'd have to try to load a video when no one was home because... You usually had one computer at the house at the time, you know? Yeah. No, you would have to go into the woods and, like, look under the rock that <laughs> Nick, had the porn. we're not that old. We're not that old that you, you had to go in the out, woods. a hollowed-out stump that you yeah, kept all your shit <laughs> No, you're thinking of people that are, like, 40 or 50 oh, when they would man. actually have to go into the woods. No. no my you never camp, had to do that. Uh, no, I did. I no, did a uh, summer camp at Meadowcroft, which is now closed, mm. in Norwell. Probably because You would all have to go through this uh, uh, trail, <laughs> and there was a rock, and you have to lift the rock. And under that rock was a bag filled with porn. And it was like wet and awful. And you would have to, it was have to just wear like, gloves. It was just like watching the Spice Channel, but yep. you had to have get your hands ready. Fun fact about Goo, he yeah. was suspended in middle school for computer class incident. I believe that. I remember in middle school, seventh grade, Mr. Lochran's computer lab, we were supposed to be doing research about like uh, Washington, D.C., the White House or something. And they didn't have WhiteHouse.com blocked. Yeah. And, of course, the White House site is .gov or .org, whatever it is. Uh, and so uh, one of our classmates, she will remain nameless, uh, went to WhiteHouse.com and started screaming immediately. Oh, yeah. I sort of feel like without pornography these days, there'd be a lot more criminals. It keeps me sane. Do you want that on your tombstone? Yeah. Keeps me sane. Porn keeps me sane. All right. If you've made it to this point in the podcast, please tweet us a gif of the dirtiest movie you watched with your parents yeah. or showed your kid, but also yeah. send us a six pack. Yeah. Let us know. You have tons of homework to do. Yes. Please. Do it for us. You have a book report due tomorrow. All right, Nick, would you like to plug yourself? Toucher and Rich on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Watch them on Twitch. And I, I yeah. was just going to say there that. Yeah. We're also on Twitch. Uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash the sports hub every day from 6 to 10. I believe that you're to thank for that. You really spearheaded yes, that. Yes, yes. I you. did. And, uh, and that counts towards the ratings, right? Yeah, they are PPM encoded nice. for awesome. everybody that's in radio that knows what that means. I don't, but I'm sure someone does. Go. I know what it means. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Mac, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mac and Goo Podcast. They don't allow ampersands. Every other platform where you're Mac, ampersand, Goo, Mac, Shift 7, Goo. That includes Facebook, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio. The other most important platform is iTunes. Get on the iTunes, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, five stars. If you do that, we'll get you a free t-shirt from the folks over at Watertown Sportswear. It's Watertown Sportswear on 34 Mott Auburn Street in Watertown. 617-924-1840. WatertownSportswear.com. Expert screen printing and embroidery. If you really want those jerk off shirts, we'll make them for you. But you, you wouldn't even make me a t-shirt that said "fuck" on the chest. <laughs> that would get taken down. No, it wouldn't. So fast. Freedom of speech. That would or some actually. Shit. No, you know what? It wouldn't because I always get suggestions from tpublic.com 
of like dirty animated ladies doing gross stuff. I just gross, want a, sh- a black shirt that says fuck across the chest in white or gray lettering. That's it. I don't know when I'll wear it, but I'd like to own it. <laughs> please, the, please wear it that. to the debutante ball. It's fine, <laughs> Mac. All right, we'll have... Um, I will post last week's trivia at some point this oh, week. Oh, yep, nice. Also, I am seeing knives out at some point, so I'll do I a six-pack. I will not be. I, am, I drew a line in the sand against Ryan Johnson. Also, I saw the Irishman last week. I did a six-pack of warning you. Just keep this in mind going in, because mm. kind of startling. I'll, a lot of stuff in there. That's going to be interesting because I sort of had this conversation on Twitter with one of our followers. So I feel like The Irishman, which is what, three hours long? At three least, and a half hours Three and a half long. hours long. So for, That's my number one warning. For, it's fucking long. For me, going to the theater is going to help me watch that because at home on Netflix or something, you might get bored and just stop the movie. Whereas at least if you pay for it at the theater, you're going to watch it. What the they should thing. have done is if they really wanted to make it three and a half hours long, yep. make it a seven episode miniseries. Put the clear splits in there. But binary, did, would you give it a thumbs up? There's a really good movie in there. Uh huh. But the length of it and the last hour of it, you forget the good of it because the last hour of it is a slog. So you're sort of in the middle there. Yes. So James actually, Gun to your head, Sean Gun to your dick. Watch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did up. it. Uh, what is the... So I went on Letterboxd. Yep. Mac and I both have our movie awesome rankings website. on Letterboxd. Yes. Yeah. I believe that... I'm not going to look it up, but yep. I have it like 18th, like right in the middle. Okay. Yeah, that that seems all right. It's still rocking dual 90s on Rotten Tomatoes it's too right much. now. But a ton of people haven't seen it yet, so we'll see. At the end of the month, it comes out on Netflix. I think the 28th or the mm-hmm. 29th. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people will be watching it that first weekend. Uh, it's a cinema. Oh, cinema. <laughs> better better or worse than The Departed? The Departed's way tighter, so I have to go with that. Okay. Hmm. That doesn't bode well for it. You don't like Nicholson playing Nicholson in I, that? I hate all the bad accents no, but, in The so, Departed. But also, you don't like Nicholson playing Nicholson? Yeah. Pacino, who is playing Jimmy Hoffa in this, yeah. is still Pacino. So yeah, that's I, a huge issue. I sort of like Pacino playing Pacino. And then also Robert De Niro does that same stupid face over and over again. This yeah, thing. yeah, that could get annoying. The only time I didn't like Pacino playing Pacino was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, actually. That was the worst part of the movie. Pacino was at his best Pacino during Jack and Jill. <laughs> See how we just brought it full circle? Now I know my, why my mother watched the movie. Big Pacino girl. Tuesdays are goose days. I abuse kangaroos. Bye. Please flip the cassette over to side B to continue the adventure. Because I don't want to be stuck wearing my old, outdated glasses. Because I want to wake up and just be able to see. Because enough is enough. At the Eye Center, we've heard it all. All the reasons why it's time for LASIK. Over the past 30 years, the Eye Center has helped tens of thousands of people realize the freedom LASIK provides. Now is the time for LASIK, with 20% off for a limited time with one of Northern Virginia's leading surgeons. Plus, get an additional $800 off when you schedule within 30 days. Register for your savings and schedule your free consultation now at theeyecenter.com. Some restrictions apply.